0: You're listening to the Sewing and Growing podcast and radio show with J&J. All
1: right, and we are live. Thank you, Desmond. Thank
0: you, Desmond. (laughs) Give an acknowledgement where acknowledgement is due. Thank you, Desmond.
1: Yep, this is the second installment, second episode of the Sewing and Growing podcast and radio show. Um, Last week, we kind of gave you an introduction. Um, and talked a little bit about maintenance and, and, uh, growing, uh, grass, the lawn type of grass, mm-hmm. um, just to clarify, Got we, to we in the are state of in Colorado. Colorado, um, and how we can grow, um, others and our lives, um, through the experiences we had in maintenance. And we'll still refer to those, um, off and on through this podcast because it's kind of just been knit into who we are. Yes. It's
0: helped shape who we are.
1: Yeah. So, um, Again, for the next half hour, we are hoping to bring some glory to God, bring some spiritual insight to you, truth mixed with a little bit of humor, and you can take something away that you can apply in your life, we can sow it, and hopefully you grow from it.
0: And really what we're going to be like is we're going to put this conversation on a leash. Now, <laughs> that leash may be a little longer than we expected, and it is may it run a a retractable different- leash? I don't know. All I know Those is that- Those are
1: terrible. You know, you need to teach your dog proper leash control.
0: Something you don't know about me, and hopefully this doesn't discourage you from listening to podcasts, I'm much more of a cat person, and you don't normally put cats yeah, on you leashes. Cat on, you you don't put a cat. You let a cat
1: do whatever it wants.
0: Which doesn't sound good either.
1: No. Maybe we should stop referring to pets altogether.
0: My main point where I was getting <laughs> to was we're going to have this pup, which is the topic of our conversation on a leash. It may go here and there, but we'll pull it back- yeah. To the main point of the conversation. And today yeah. what we are talking about is spoonful of sugar? Yeah. Does it really help the medicine go down? Ooh. Is it a good practice?
1: And we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find Next out. Next week. No, we're kidding. We're talking about it now. No, we're talking, we're talking about, about, it, about right it right
0: now. now. Uh, we What's There's a, the
1: principle behind this?
0: The principle behind this is the sugar-coated. Everything's sugar-coated. Everything's snowflake. Everything is mm. soft. And I remember I had a conversation with a missionary. I don't want to put their tell name them, out there. If yeah. they don't want that out there, right. I'll tell them to listen to it afterwards. And maybe we can reference them later. Maybe we can have them as a guest. We're going to have some guests on this podcast, which is going to yeah. be great. So. If you're not going to get sick of us, because we're going to have other people on this podcast, we'll get sick
1: of something that you have not very well. You're going to have us pretty often, but just at the moment you're going to get sick. Boom! We give you a steak dinner. We're going
0: to add an extra. I was just going to say add an extra seasoning to the dish, but you're going to say whole, whole Whole different. No, no, because it's
1: still going to be us, but with somebody else.
0: Something added, so it
1: is like a side dish, or you know, it's like a three course meal.
0: We're going to have some guests, and Mm -hmm. they're going to be tasty. I think probably a better way to I think say we that. need to
1: tug on the leash here and get <laughs> pull it the leash I'm back. I'm sorry.
0: As I was talking to this missionary and I said, you know, sugar coated. And they said, is that really a bad deal? As long as it coats it and it helps somebody receive the truth and the truth hasn't changed. Right. Is it really bad to have sugar on the medicine to help it go down?
1: Seasoned. With grace.
0: And is there a difference between being seasoning a message with grace and being sugar coated? Mm. That's what we're going to tap into today.
1: Right. I don't have any notes.
0: I have one note and it says, <laughs> is sugar coated
1: wrong? <laughs> well, I think that it comes back down to a word that we use quite often, and it's called tact. Right tact. So when you're talking to people, when you're trying to convey truth, when you're trying to talk, you're trying to confront, listen, as a leader, we talked about this in the last podcast, you are a leader, whether you realize it or not, because you have influence. Leaders are just intentional with their influence, right? So we want you to be intentional with your influence. So when you're leading people, you will eventually have to confront them, right? They might do something that really does not make you happy or it's true. it might be detrimental to the team, whatever you're doing, you're going to have to confront, might be detrimental to just your relationship with that person. You're going to have to confront them and you're going to have to present a hard truth and how you present it is really going to be the key in whether they receive it or not. Right. That would be called tact.
0: That is tact. Yeah.
1: And again, I have no notes, so I'm yeah. really flying by this. Okay.
0: Well, right. tact is important. I think the main thing that's going to point us in the right direction on if we are operating intact or we are overextending the need to be politically correct, to be sensitive, is what's more important. Any point when sugar becomes more important mm-hmm. than the medicine Ooh. and we're paying more attention to the sugar than the medicine, wow, then we know that we're in wrong. If we can go you know what the main point is still the medicine right. then we're good and if the sugar helps but at any point when the sugar overwhelms the benefit of the medicine right. then you know you've taken it too far good example are supplements yes. i like gummies me too but if i'm Who taking doesn't? if i'm taking orange vitamin d gummies uh lemon flavored vitamin c <laughs> and i'm taking all these different gummies with so much sugar at some point the sugar is going to overwhelm right. the benefit of the vitamin or the mineral mm. or the supplement that I'm taking. And if that happens and I'm not willing mm. to submit the sugar to the medicine, then I know right. I've gone too far.
1: That's a, that's the wisdom of the day.
0: Not necessarily what we- is
1: being prioritized. And eventually, whatever you have more of is gonna be what is desired. Ooh, that's good. So people in this day and age, and we might we're kind of getting a little political. Um, not not necessarily political. We're just addressing what's going on in culture. Times. People are desiring the sugar more than the truth. And what's happened is the truth is actually being distorted. And this whole concept of sugar coating has a different meaning now. Because now sugar coating is not, hey, let me help you palate the truth better. It's altering truth and really just giving you a bunch of sugar. A spoonful of sugar makes your medicine go down.
0: How much is a spoonful of sugar?
1: That's a lot.
0: That's a lot of that's grams like of sugar. Five
1: grams? No, yeah. that's probably that would be five thousand milligrams. That's kind of a lot. I don't know how much is. I'm not going to
0: speculate, but I know it's very sweet and it's not good for my health. Right. So we're living in
1: an age that is prioritizing the sugar and not the medicine and not the medicine. And what good is that doing to anybody? I mean, you just got a bunch of people does, developing sweet tooth. <laughs> One yeah. thing you might need. It's
0: benefit the dentist pockets. One
1: thing you might need to know, know about us on this podcast: we is get something. a little
0: joyzy sometimes.
1: Yeah, I'm, I've never even been to Joyzy.
0: I may have driven through Joyzy on one of my parents' trips when I was six months old, and I'm sorry, I, I could be offending somebody with a real <laughs> Joyzy accent, so I'm gonna stop right now. When we get intense, we get joyzy. We develop accents, yeah, and often it it, it goes to the Garden State, <laughs> which if you didn't know. Joycey's the god in state. All right. Again, the leash is. Pull on the leash. Yep. The, the, the dog's starting to walk the human. We don't uh, want that. No. Again,
1: prioritizing the sugar over the truth. And that's just developing people with a bunch of sweet tooths,
0: and they are getting cavities. I'm getting, getting jazzy. <laughs> Let me uh say something in my normal accent for a little bit. Often this comes into play when we're talking about correction or corrective words. Mm-hmm. And I heard this, and it's another way to look at it. Pulling things away from sugar for a second. It's the content. The medicine is made to help. Mm-hmm. Robitussin doesn't taste good, okay? <laughs> it's a little sweet. <sighs> sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm
1: destroying your point. Okay, go.
0: I don't think Robitussin tastes very good. It's not my favorite thing. I'd rather have a Coke Zero. <laughs> Coke Zero probably isn't the best for you either, but it tastes better. <laughs> Uh, Correction doesn't feel good. No. Any way you like it. What's the Bible say about correction? That it's not desirable in the time. Yeah, it's painful for a moment. It's painful.
1: But it produces what?
0: Don't put me on the spot. fruit fruit of of righteousness. Fruit of righteousness, yes. Thank you. You're welcome. So I'm going to say this. Take it away from sugar for a second. Think of it as a Christmas present. Whether you like it or not, correction is a present. It's a gift. Yeah. Okay, present I'm gift. <laughs> help me out, Jonathan. I am, I am help just, me out. I'm like you're engaging. You're stirring of me on. You. I'm hyping okay. you up. The sugar is the way it's packaged. Mm-hmm. I've never gotten a good present and rejected it for how it was wrapped. Me never have. Me neither. Have I gotten That's not This the point. could have probably been wrapped a little better. Yeah. Yeah, I've thought that.
1: I mean, your brother probably wrapped it in there's Scotch tape everywhere. It was, right. It was, but, but the point of matter.
0: it is what's on the inside. And when we reject something because it doesn't taste the way we like it, it's as if we reject the gift because the wrapper wasn't Mm. the way we wanted it.
1: Right. The entire point of the wrapping was to make the gift presentable.
0: Right. But let's not reject something because it wasn't presented the way we wanted it. But the whole gift-giving experience is what's on the inside of the box. Yep. And that's what's going to last. So
1: you might be wondering where we're at on this issue. Where are we at? One side or the other? Are we? Well, well, are we wobbling on the fence? Well, I, I think we both have decided that the idea of sugar coating, if done correctly, is good.
0: Yeah, would you agree? Absolutely. I say do it as much as you can until the sugar takes precedence over the medicine. Right. And if you are, how am I going to say? It? If you are going to. Value the sugar more than the medicine. You've taken it too far. You've taken it too far. If so you are going addressing... to, yeah, if you're going to take tact over mm-hmm. the message,
1: yes, you've gone. So too tact far. is all about how do I present this something that might not be very palatable for this person, and I can present it in a way that's not altering the message. So again, it's this whole this whole thing: method and message. Yeah, you change your message. method, but you don't change the the message, and that's a very cliche statement in churches nowadays. You know, Christianese, Christianese, hey, change the method, not the message, but it's very true. If I can leave the message intact, the person still gets what I'm trying to say, but how I say it, the tact that I use helps them receive it, then you should do it. And that's really an act of love.
0: Yeah. And it's it's an act of looking beyond yourself to what somebody needs. For you, Robitussin's apparently delicious, (laughs) strange. (laughs) No. It's, it, I'm just for saying me, it's it a for but for six-year-old me sitting on the tailgate of my truck after being at the doctor's office, my dad trying to give me the Robitussin, I would hack it up all over my shirt. Then I'd have a red stain all over my mm-hmm. shirt. So many not people good. in their immaturity of life have a hard time accepting some truths. If we can yeah. make it bubblegum flavor to a degree where it can get down into the system of their being, into their spirit, not compromise the medicine of it. It'll cause them to grow and move forward in life. It's not that the truth is wrong. It's not that the, the even the medicine's bad or the flavor's terrible. But often in our experience or immaturity, we have a hard time confronting certain scenarios. And where am I getting at this? As leaders, we look at the need of the person we're delivering a right. message to, seeing what they need, seeing as far as we can go without sinning to mm-hmm. get them a message, and deliver it to them in that way.
1: I couldn't have said it better. You gotta make sure you got the right definition of sugar coating. You do. Because we're not you can't change the message. You can't like you said, you cannot value the sugar over the actual medicine. And that's what's happening today. People are desiring feeling good where they're at instead of being able to change.
0: Sugar will make you feel good temporarily. Yeah. Medicine may not make you feel good temporarily, but it will in the long run.
1: Yeah, it'll help you it'll help you get better. That dog was walking itself for about six minutes. We were just right on track. We were. But let me just tell you this. A good leader is going to have to gauge the people that they're leading. Because if there's someone who says, give it to me straight, then just do that. You don't need to sugarcoat it. But a good leader is going to be able to take inventory of the people they're leading. And again, I'm going to refer back to, you might say, hey, I'm just a cashier at Walmart. Well, you might have team meetings. You have people in your life that you are eventually going to have to confront. Take an inventory of how they receive correction. Because there's some people who need a lot of that sugar coating, and there's some people who don't need it at all. It's true. And really, if I had a if I had someone on my team who didn't know, didn't need the sugar coating, I would actually prefer that. I just want to be able to tell them what I need to tell them and have them be able to receive it. But there are other people who aren't going to be able to receive it and they need some tact in your presentation. And that's what a good leader, that's what a good leader does. It recognizes what people need, and you'll be able to present the confrontation uh-huh. in that way.
0: It's meeting people where they're at. Yes. And the ultimate leader, I think we can say this, was and is, because he's still alive and will be forevermore, is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he would t- talk to people about where they're at. Sower sowing the word. Hey, sowing and growing podcast. Again, Christianese. Let's talk about planting. Who was he talking to? He was talking to farmers. What is that? That is for people that were listening, and people weren't listening, right? So they didn't gather that, but it's meeting people where they're at. Even Paul said he would do whatever he could to the degree without sinning so that he could reach people. It's looking beyond ourselves to what people need and presenting the message that we can present, that we've been called to minister in the best way possible because Mm -hmm. the message is that powerful. And your life is a message, even if you're a cashier at Come and Go or at Target or wherever, whatever job you have. We were maintenance men. We still are maintenance men. It's not about that. It's recognizing that God has given you a voice to say certain things. And that's really important. Mm-hmm. It's really profound that by your words, you will be justified. By your words, you'll be condemned. Mm-hmm. What you say matters. It does. Can I, can I point the direction in this? Is there a difference between seasoned with grace and what we're talking about? Because the Bible says, let your conversation be seasoned, seasoned with grace.
1: Um, We might, I don't know, we might disagree on this. I think that they're relatively the same.
0: I think they're relatively the same. I think we, you have to understand what grace is. Grace is unmerited favor. Right. So the way we start off talking with somebody goes a long ways. Right. If, if we speak, minister, or influence out of anger and instead of favor towards that person... It's going to come across a certain way. Right. Sounds it, like we're talking more like, a lot about tact here. It's a lot about tact. But grace is also a divine influence upon your heart that has its reflection in it, your life. Right. I think the greatest the way same to know... The
1: grace that's it, been shown to you. Show it to others. Showed freely to others. you've received, freely, freely give.
0: Learn from the lessons. Learn from the, what, the lessons you've learned, how you've received correction, minister to others how you've been ministered right. to by God. I think this is a good way because it says that It would have its reflection in your life. You'll know if you are getting medicine to people, if it's having its reflection in their life. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, are people growing? Maybe they'll leave because they've been frustrated and offended. You can't discredit that if you know you're saying the right thing, if you're holding to thing. But profoundly and overwhelmingly, people should be growing from the conversation, the direction we're giving. That's how you know it's graceful Mm -hmm. and it's powerful. We want our speech to be powerful. That's grace. Yeah. That's how you season it with grace. But recognize, it's not. It's seasoned. It's just no, sprinkled it's on top. It's not the main thing. It's seasoned with right. grace.
1: Because the main thing still got to be the truth or the, the the issue that you're trying to confront. Let me yeah. just say this: the, the 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 success of an altercation, of a confrontation, go ahead, is all about the setup. I'll explain. I was, I was, I'll explain. I was just thinking baseball. I don't know how I'm going to tie these two together. Go for but it. in baseball, when you're pitching, before the closer comes, a lot of times you got a setup guy who's only there for about an inning. Right. Like the seventh the or eighth closer. inning? Yeah. He sets up the closer. Unless they're throwing a no no, which Marquez was throwing a no no through the eighth last night. A no no means
0: no hits, no folks.
1: He was throwing Rockies. I'm talking Rockies. He was throwing a no hitter through eight. Goodness. And then he, he threw it away. But they still won. Anyways, you got a setup guy. The setup guy sets up the closer. I don't think I can really relate this to what I'm saying. How but about
0: how about a compliment
1: sandwich? I was gonna. I actually was gonna just. We're talk on about the same that. page, folks. Yeah, setting it up, compliment sandwich, man. So you come in and you immediately address the issue without. It's kind of like tilling the ground. If you want to plant a seed, that's good. Sowing. You growing. cannot throw it on hard soil, and you can blame the soil all you want, but your job as a leader is to make sure that seed is being planted. So what you got to do is you got to till up the ground first. You got to make it ready to receive. That responsibility is on you as a leader. Wow. So how am I tilling the ground with my conversation, with my words before I plant this truth or this, this, what the main issue of what we're trying to talk about before I present that I got to till the ground a little bit. So it actually falls on some soil that can actually grow and produce change.
0: And to the degree that you value the message God's put on your heart is the degree that you'll prepare the soil for the message. Cause Street. a high dollar seed, I'm not going to toss that on unprepared soil. No. And you know what I also think about? It's like before a surgeon goes in for surgery, they'll numb the location. Ooh, have you numbed the location? Numb normally wow. isn't a good thing spiritually. Hear <laughs> me from what I'm saying. Just hit the microphone. I'm learning to do this podcast thing. But is there a way that you can? Prepare the area that is going to be, absolutely. I want to say ministered to, but where surgery is going to take place. That's important. Mm -hmm. You don't just go in and jab the word of God with people. Mm -hmm. You present it in a way that the Holy Spirit needs you to do.
1: Whether you numb the area or not, they're going to have a scar.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where he's going with that. I don't know if that helps. Um, Are you sabotaging my point? No,
1: I just thought of that. And it made me laugh and I wanted to say it.
0: We're funny. Again, truth with humor, folks.
1: Um, I'm going to flip the script completely. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm flipping this thing Do it like a waffle iron at a continental breakfast.
0: Ooh, that sounds good. I haven't eaten lunch yet.
1: We got about eight minutes. I'm flipping the scripts. We just talked about you being like a leader. I'm getting called. Oh, you're getting called. Is it your boss?
0: No, it isn't. Keep okay. going.
1: Flipping the script. If you, we, ju- we talked a lot about you, how you um, season things with grace and how you sugarcoat things. Mm-hmm. But what happens if you're in the position, maybe you yourself, you're like, I kind of need that in order to receive correction. What if you are under someone who doesn't sugarcoat at all, who they are literally just giving you the facts straight. They're confronting
0: right off the bat because if you're I under that you.
1: person, you can't say, can you please
0: water that down for me? You can might you as well be Nathan it? because I am that man. Yeah. <laughs> I am that man that is sensitive.
1: Right. So I, How do you personally deal with someone who is not going to sugarcoat? Because in a perfect world, you could just tell that person, hey, I need it to be this way and they'd do it. But you're going to have to roll with the punches. You're going to have to learn to receive correction, even if it's not sugarcoated.
0: Permission to tie this in with what we've already referenced. Yeah. Again, going back to immaturity, recognizing that my overextension of sensitivity is really immaturity in my part. What marks the immaturity of a child on Christmas? They're more interested in the box right. than the actually gift that they get. Mm-hmm. Even if the gift that they get is what they want and it'll help them. When I the get box. frustrated by goodness, why couldn't my leader? Why couldn't my boss add a little more tact? Don't they know anything about it? Communicate to people. When those things start turning up, it's me being focused on the packaging of the bo- the gift yeah. instead of the gift itself. Mm. And, again, having perspective beyond the five minutes of heart-wrenching frustration of correction. And it's a growing process. Uh, get, get out of the box and get mm. into the gift.
1: Yeah. Because a leader, you know, Jesus, he loved people where they were at. So he met them where they're at. But the goal is to not to continue to address someone in their current state of maturity, it's to get them out of that. So, the goal is here, here's, the, here's the real goal here is to have to not sugarcoat, really. And in your own life, you see, the only person you can change is yourself. So, do I like things being presented with some tact? Absolutely. Am I always going to get that? No. But I got to know this I got to grow. I got to grow up.
0: Right. If you can focus on the growth, Then you can grow beyond the frustration you're in. And here's a really cliche thing. And it sounds
1: so silly. They become cliches because they're profound. You pray about it. Mm -hmm. And you think you ask God, you know what? Here's an area of immaturity in my life. I'm a little overly sensitive to this. And it's halt, it's halting growth. So God, I'm asking you to help me overcome these insecurities and be able to see past the presentation and receive the correction.
0: Sneak peek into next week's episode. We're talking next week about overcoming our own personality because I'll let you know we have a lot to overcome. Yeah, And what you said just talked about something I'm overcoming in my personality. I can be overly aggressive and under mm-hmm. self-control. And one thing I'm working on is not having an opinion about something till I ask a follow-up question. As a child, sometimes my gifts I didn't get because mm-hmm. they were – Fancy, I hadn't been put together. They frustrated me more than anything. I understood the box. But if I would have spent some time asking my parents about what they actually gave me and the purpose of it, I'd learn to enjoy it a lot more. Learn to not let frustration rise up in your heart until you've asked about the correction. Process it. Mm. Slow it down. Cool yeah. it down for a minute. And it'll help you grow. Again, it's something I have to deal with on a daily basis in relationships, at work, Asking a follow-up question before I develop my opinion. And who knows this, the moment you get corrected, the moment medicine hits you, you start developing an opinion real quick. Mm -hmm. And if we can learn to be, am I going to say this right? And if we can learn to respond more than just react in that moment, we're going to benefit and we're going to grow and we're not going to be immature and we're going to be thankful for the gifts that come no matter how they're packaged.
1: We just took this dog for a walk. And we're coming back home.
0: My step count is really high right now.
1: We didn't have to tug on the leash too many times. No, it was good. And this dog is tired and he's coming back home for a rest. (laughs) And so before we put it down, nope, we're not putting the dog down. (laughs) We're not putting the dog down. (laughs) Don't worry. Uh, Before we end the podcast, we need some words of wisdom. We need a key takeaway, maybe a few. Well, we've talked about a lot of them.
0: For me, the main one, I'm going to give two.
1: I already know what you're going to say. Can you name both of them? I can name one of them. I'll buy you whatever you want from Come and Go if you get both. Ooh, games of chance. All right. Don't put <laughs> me down,
0: man. Go ahead.
1: I think your key takeaway is takeaways. Pri- takeaways is pr- not prioritizing the sugar over the medicine because then you got a sweet tooth. You got cavities. So making the main thing the main thing, which is the medicine. So prioritizing truth yeah, that's one. over grace.
0: Very good. good. Okay, I, you I don't know it? the second one. The second one is I don't get anything. Focus the camera, on though. the gift, not just the packaging of the gift. Yes, because the sugar is the packaging. My
1: the first key takeaway is the same as yours. So when it comes to sugar coating, the sugar does make it go down better because mm-hmm. the whole point is being able to make someone palate the correction you're giving. Mm-hmm. So giving them some sugar. But making sure the priority is on the right thing. That's true. And then we have to have two key takeaways. You don't. No. Well, like what we said at the very end, responding versus reacting. Yeah. Because bringing it back down to the only person you can change is yourself. So how am I going to respond to correction? How am I going to actually learn to receive something instead of developing an immediate opinion and reacting and closing the door to the Mm -hmm. correction? I'll say this. I got three key takeaways. As a leader, you're responsible to till the ground before you sow the seed. That's good. So before you sow the seed of correction, make sure the heart is in a place they can receive.
0: And that's it, folks. And I just Mm. want to say, however you're listening to us, whether it be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or on the radio, we're thankful that you joined with us. And again, we work at New Creation Church. We do video announcements. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pastor Jonathan helps lead productions and worship team. I help out with the youth. Come see us on a Sunday if you do not have a home church. If you have a home church, stay planted there, okay? Sowing and growing. We're talking about farm mm. principles. <laughs> uh, stay where you're planted, okay? Amen. But you can supplement with us. We have three services on Sunday, 10 30, mm. and 6 o'clock. We have one minute left. Will you pray us out, Jonathan? Yes.
1: I'm taking my hat off. Mine's been and off the whole One thing you'll time. learn about me from listening to this podcast is I always wear hats. does a Pretty lot. Much. Every time outside of a Sunday, I'm usually wearing a hat. All right. Father God, we just thank you first and foremost for who you are. Jesus, we love you, and we thank you for your word. We know that the entrance of your word brings forth light. brings forth revelation. So as we set out to read your word, I thank you that we would get more revelation on uh, how we apply it in our lives, Father God, especially when it comes to uh, altercations, interactions, confronting other people. Father, I thank you that you show us just the right way. Um, to tactfully uh, bring out the truth that we need to in a way that people can receive it, Father. And I pray that you would help us with our own hearts, Father, that we wouldn't be so quick to react, but we would be able to respond from our spirit and endeavor to grow, that we wouldn't be okay with staying the same. And that actually means enduring some pain for a while, because correction might be painful, but it does produce... uh, the fruit of righteousness, and we want to grow. Um, So that means we have to be able to receive correction rightly. So I thank you that you're helping us receive correction and helping us give it in a way that is received well. And uh, we love you. We honor you. Um, It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. We'll see you next week. Well, we won't see it. We said that last (laughs) time. We may see see you. We're speaking in faith that if you don't have a home church, you'll come visit us. Now, if you listen to this in India... Sorry, it's going to be a harder process, but you can see us online. But hear us next week. Hear us next week. Bye.